Navigating the complexities of hair growth and loss can be both concerning and deeply personal. So what steps should you take? Millions are affected by hair and scalp changes every day. In a society where our appearance can make or break even one day, where should you turn for informative, honest, science-based information? Kimberly Vaughn's goal for this podcast is to offer informative content with the help of subject matter experts, along with individuals just like you. Dr. Morala, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate having you on Hair Loss, Restore Your Roots and Confidence, and we know that you're going to give us tons of tips, so we're excited to hear from you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor. Love your podcast and this way to connect with uh, uh, the listeners and the patients, and it's an exciting time to be in the world of wellness medicine and hair restoration because we really truly have many tools at our disposal. And uh, one of the main things that made me interested in this field is people underplay uh, hair restoration or hair loss as more a cosmetic issue. And I didn't fathom the depth of the effect that it has on a person's presentation. After all, you know, we see ourselves in the mirror every day of our lives and we see the changes creep up on us as uh, we get older. And there's a reminder of that when we start losing hair. Uh, for women, it's an emotional issue because our society tags that with our femininity. Uh, with men, it's a reminder of things are changing. And there's that young person inside that refuses at times what they're seeing. And the great thing is there are many ways to combat that. It's not a stigma. Some people are fine with their hairline. Those people, you know, are uh, comfortable with their appearance. And that's the whole point of this whole field is for you to be comfortable with who you are, not what someone tells you you ought to be. That's right. Oh, and so well said. And I think you touched on really the the whole um, overview of our show today is that the differences between what you expressed with men feeling um, as they are getting older, aging, and then starting to see a little bit more of a recessed hairline, a little bit more temple, a little bit more forehead, or uh, noticing every time they look in the back, right, they see this lovely shiny area in the crown. Um, very different, though, from that emotional female spin on beauty, femininity, um, sexuality, and all of those things that go along with it. So um, talk to us a little bit about specifically those differences. So you touched on those, but let's dive into why Why is the emotional driver for women so different when it comes to, as they start to see either male pattern thinning, female pattern thinning, diffuse thinning, alopecia areata, what, what happens in that emotional state? Well, I think that Women, uh, you know, throughout history as humans, you know, they they bear a lot of the uh, hardships of just life and procreation and, and raising kids. And they have a biological clock in the background and hormones fluctuate monthly. And then they're on a downtrend throughout the lifespan. So I think in the background, as all this is happening, and it's well documented how, you know, like, you know, the emotional impact hormone fluctuations have on the person, 
add on that financial, emotional, personal, uh, you know, struggles and obstacles and hardships. And then when you get something simple like thinning hair, it has a whole different meaning to that person because they're looking at it from their perspective of different moving parts and different planets and different orbits that they have to find themselves in. So for a woman, as we, you know, age, okay, then we don't, first of all, we don't want to be reminded that we're aging. And second of all, when we have, you know, things like thinning hair or hair loss, or it's not as thick as it was before, then many of us attribute that to just like, okay, I'm, I'm older. Uh, we start having questions of self-worth, self-image. Many of these things are addressed by medically looking at what's going on, and many of the things are treatable, and just like any other condition, uh, it, it can be, uh, you know, dealt with, and not, uh, of course, part of it is, you know, like the time clock, but the time clock can be a little uh, halted and sometimes reversed, mm -hmm. and so they shouldn't view it as a... Uh, point of no return or or the ultimate, you know, end or doom or get depressed about it. They should embrace it as an opportunity for a reminder that this is the time when I need to make sure my health is optimized, my life is optimized, I'm happy, and they can be the great person they know they are and not judge themselves based on something external uh, that can be addressed. Um, You know, this is funny. This is the first time that this has just kind of jumped out at me, but you made the comment about, you know, women going through uh, raising children, um, their emotional and hormonal time clocks change. The interesting thing is, is that, you know, when typically women are focused on raising their children and they're focused on however many they have, or even if they don't have children, right? They're in a stage of that their focus on life is different. When they hit this plateau um, or this aging time clock, and boy, oh boy, it ranges, right? Anywhere from, you know, late 30s, early, mid 40s, all the way through mid to late 60s, is that the focus of your life typically has now changed, right? It's not about what are, how are you getting children or, you know, to and from? Um, if you're, if you're going back to school for an advanced degree, you know, you have to be in front of people and you're always focused on someone else. All of that kind of slows down and stops, right? At this stage. And then, so now this focus, and I'm sure you hear it with all of your patients is, is our female clients come in and go, why has this become such a monumental issue for me? Why am I so focused on my hair getting a little thinner? And it's, well, it's because they, all the rest of the focuses are gone now. So it turns right back to them. And then we so um, are so critical and internalize so much with what we're doing. And so, you know, I, I love that, that explanation because I really do think and hope that it helps listeners to realize, you know, let's think about getting this in perspective. 
it's, right. it's monumental, right? When, when a female loses their hair and whether it's, um, acute, chronic, whatever stage we're seeing, certainly it's important, but there's so many other aspects that go into that. Yeah. And just to add to that, if, uh, you know, uh, women are expected to be so tough, resilient, you know, they, they tolerate so much more than like the world depended on men for having, you know, babies and, and struggling and raising the next generation. I think it would have ended a long time ago, but uh, they're expected to be so tough and resilient and they never, they, they sacrifice a lot on their own personal front. And then a common thing like hair reminds them of, hey, maybe I'm not invincible. Maybe I need to think of me. And when they do that, it's usually at a time when they think it's too late that, the, you know, the the train has passed and now it's all going to be grim. And uh, this is the point where I like to remind them, no, this is the time of your life to begin to start to enjoy um, this is, this is normal. This is reversible. It can be halted. It can be dealt with. And the beauty of you is inside you and what's outside will help you appreciate that like hair, skin, etc. But you have to be proud of you and realize this is a normal part of life. Yes. Yes. Oh, um, all of my women that are listening are applauding you. And we thank you so much for understanding women and being so kind to us. So we love that. Um, so now, okay, so we've talked about the women or the females. Now, how, what is the emotional repercussion and aspect on a man? I think men come at it from a different angle. Uh, first of all, the... What, no matter what stage of life they're in, uh, you know, single, dating, married, uh, executives at work, uh, don't want to hear comments. They're more, I think it doesn't disturb the core psyche as much. It's more the same guy thing of like, I want to be the sought after hunter, you know, want person. Uh, like, even if they're married, they want to be the good looking guy without, you know, a bald spot, without thinning hair. Uh, of course, as humans, men also are reminded of their, uh, you know, biological clock that we're not getting younger, we're getting older. But it's not so much that as more, I don't want to call it vanity, uh, but with women, you feel like it's an emotional, mental state of wanting to. Uh, be at one with their femininity and their uh, their their uh, self-image. With men, it's more of like you know, I want to be the you know the dad bod, the 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 guy that defied everything, and I can go on forever until 150, and I'm still going to be the you know the guy with the full hair, the the guy that it's it's. It's not, I don't want to call it vanity, but it's more um, maybe 50-50. Like, they really are not worried, worried about the balding in terms of, like, affecting their own self-image. They just want to look the best that they can look. So, they're willing to go further. They're willing to get, like, transplants. They're willing to try different things. They're willing to try you know, injections, they're willing to do that. But, 
you know, for women, it's like uh, more an emotional journey rather than just like, let's do a procedure. You know, uh, it's different mental states in terms of how they they uh, perceive it. At the end, it's the same thing. It's all about self-image. But what that self-image means to the internal voice in our head is different in in men and women. Yes, yes, most definitely. Well, and and I always, you know, we say in our clinic is that yes, the the women's um, um, journey on this hair loss road is very long, very tedious, and very um, it's very emotional, right? And it, it it and we have to have a very caring sense and very supportive feeling. However, our male clients just want to know what they need to do. They want to know how soon they can start and how quickly that the hair is going to come back. Right. Yeah. So it's very cut and dry. It's very straightforward. And, and we love, we love the diversity in our clinic. And I'm sure you do as well, because it really keeps us as providers focused on, boy, you know, everyone comes at this hair loss topic very differently. And we have to be exactly. so. Exactly. And I learned. When I first moved to Phoenix, I worked at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and uh, it was part of the thing they did there was there was like a hair studio and things like that. And it was very inspiring to watch the different reactions patients had when they had hair loss. Of course, that's a different, you know, beast, and uh, uh, it's sad on so many levels, but, uh, you know, guys, when they lost their hair, uh, they were more like, yeah, that's why, you know, this is what needs to happen and this is what we expected for women the change in their smile that happens instantly when they fitted them with wigs or you know uh, made them feel so much better was a very very eye-opening to me at how stark the differences are between the two i mean this is unrelated to you know normal hair loss but it you know underscores the importance of how we view it beautifully said Thank you so much, Dr. Mala. And we will be adding information about how to reach you and your clinic. Um, also, your website as well on our show notes. So everyone stay tuned. And um, again, um, as always, when you're listening to Hair Loss Restore Your Roots and Confidence, we want you to have an amazing hair day. So until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you've gained valuable insights into the world of hair care and restoration. If you found this episode enlightening, don't forget to drop us a review over on Apple Podcasts. If you're eager to delve deeper into how HPI hair partners can cater to your hair needs, why wait? Connect with us today at hpihairpartners.com and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button. Tune in every week for fresh and enlightening updates. Until then, here's to healthier hair and boosted confidence.